My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Boom! Yes, we are Conservative Daily. And we're back. <laughs> uh, we are definitely back. You know, this this will be the last time you guys hear me from this, this cave that I feel like I'm in. In the Adirondacks? In the Adirondacks. I don't have my lights. I don't have my setup. I get to wear my shirt. It talks about freeing our, our people. Um, look, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And... I'm actually really concerned, and we're going to talk about this, but they are actually talking about doubling down on the fact that the Democrats are going to take more seats in the House than they have now, more seats in the Senate than they have now, and get to a supermajority. I'm telling you right now, they are planning on a cheat in November. They are planning on cheating to magnificent proportions in November. The economy is tanking. The inflation rate is really high. Crime is off the chains, and they're trying to convince you that the people in the United States care about global warming. That's what they care about. They, they announced that the pandemic's over, that that blubbering idiot talks about the fact that somewhere along the line, people care about what Joe Biden says. And yet we find ourselves here, Apollo, with them saying that they're gonna take the supermajority in the House and the Senate. They're gonna gain seats on both. We know that that means that they're going to be cheating in the election machines. And frankly, I want everybody to get ready. Get ready, because if it does happen, I won't be silent. You? Oh, absolutely not. And you know that's exactly what they're what they're planning on doing. When they say, we're going to take a supermajority, yeah, yeah, you will, just like you took the presidency, right? Yeah, so we're going to, we got a lot to talk about. We have a guest on with us today, Dr. Cordy Williams. Um, for those of you that don't know, he's a U.S. Marine. He built a very successful chiropractic business in San Diego County uh, with his wife, Dr. Uh, Tiana Williams. At the beginning of the COVID pandemic in 2020, uh, Dr. Cordy felt that the state of California was violating his rights. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this video, but it was amazing. Um, and so he stood up. He stood up in the middle of, and, and literally took the bullhorn and just started talking about where we were, where we are as a nation. Um, he's a veteran, he's a father, he's a business owner. And he knew that we had to, as men, stand up. So he began speaking of protests across California and uh, gaining him as the, and his name as the, his name was known as the Megaphone Marine. So we're going we're gonna to talk to him a little bit. There's a lot of things that he's up to and he's doing right now. And um, 
frankly, he's been leading from, from the front, from behind enemy lines in California. So welcome to the show, Cordy. Thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you so, back. I told you earlier, you're still the interviews that I did with you um, back at the Clay Clark event in Colorado Springs last year. Still one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. It's, re it's really good to, to have you on, Cordy. Well, I'm honored. I thought you were just being sweet on the phone, Apollo, but now I know now I know that uh, that, that you were shooting me straight, so I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> I don't think he knows how to shoot straight, actually. I mean, when he shoots, it's kind of curved. Oh, man. Yeah, well, see, see, that's what happens. That's what happens when you grow up in one of these liberal states. You know, that's what happens. <laughs> it's not my fault I was born in Detroit. <laughs> oh, oh, so so I pegged it then. I'm right then. Oh, yeah, man, don't tell see, anybody. The wind, pardon the expression. Oh man, good stuff. No, but Cordy, tell us what uh, what you're up to. I know you're up to a lot. We spoke about it a little bit earlier. So I'm gonna. You're new to our audience, at least during our normal time slots uh but you know take a couple minutes let everyone know what you're up to because you're you know right on the front lines in the political scene uh so i want to make yeah. sure that we honor that a little bit yeah i appreciate that no i mean we've been charging hard kind of like uh, uh joe said in the intro um you know i've been gone from my family probably two weekends out every month for you know two and a half years since the uh COVID scam as i affectionately call it started and that's not to take away from the people that legitimately died but we actually won't ever know who legitimately died because the center of death and control and the food and death administration lied about all that stuff. So, so we'll never actually know, but you know, my wife and I kind of smelled stuff in the wind, so to speak. And it wasn't potpourri, um, in, in 2020, um, you know, when the COVID scam first started, started going around the country, um, doing protests. Um, I had a video that went viral. It got about 21 million views and, uh, we've just been doing protests and activism since then. Um, and, uh, you know, I spoke through a megaphone and a backwards hat, uh, you know, got those 21 million views, talked down some riot gear police, and we really haven't stopped since. Uh, I've been doing thousands of rallies. Uh, we were involved in the, the Recall Gavin um, uh, uh, campaign. I was one of the lead spokespersons for Recall Gavin Newsom. Uh, we were doing a lot of stuff in uh, Maricopa County and doing stuff with whether it's Walkaway and Brandon Strzok, partnering with people like Clay Clark like all sorts of different things that we did um, across the nation, up and down California. And then after probably, I don't know, year and nine months of doing that, um, I, I had the crazy idea to uh, run for U.S. Senate. And we got about a half a million votes, uh, third place. Um, and really the rhinos beat us because the um, California GOP convention uh, was rigged. Shocker on that. Um, and that's probably a $2 million endorsement. Um, so, you know, Kind of been licking my wounds since June. Took about a month and a half to kind of see my five-year-old and three-year-old again, and and now we're back at it. And you're writing a book, and the book is going to be called "The Audacity of Choice." So um, Obama, uh, we don't know what his gender is today. He probably identifies as something different. But 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 he wrote "The Audacity of Hope." which the irony of the Venezuela that Sleepy Joe's making it right now is kind of funny, the audacity of hope. But I just thought a, a great parallel to that would be the audacity of choice since we they've tried to make it so we haven't had any the last three years and kind of my journey. And then we, we just launched the uh, Republican Conservative Coalition um, with the California Republican Assembly and the Tea Party Caucus of California and bringing grassroots groups together 
um, to really give candidates support because, um, you know, the state GOP in this in this state is feckless. They don't do anything except send money um, out of state and also support the uh, cabal that they have going here. So <laughs> somebody's got to do something to change it. Awesome. And can you give us any insight into what will be in the book? Anything that you can tell us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, great point. It's kind of going to be like a cross between an autobiography. I've got about, um, you know, three or four chapters written. I kind of, I'm obsessive compulsive in my routines. So I um, wake up at 4.15 every morning. I meditate. I pray. Then I write for a little bit. Then I go do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So I get about 30 to 45 minutes of, of writing in every morning. And um, it, it's, it's going to be an autobiography that also, you know, kind of transitions into just talking about politics, the political landscape, and really informing new candidates about like, hey, here's what you need to watch out for um, through the eyes of somebody that really is a patriot and really is a grassroots activist and not some consultant. Because, um, you know, I could do a half a show or a whole show on everything that's wrong with our political system. And it, it starts with strategists and consultants. I think they're probably the filth of humanity, really close to Fauci and Epstein. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really close to Fauci and Epstein. So, <laughs> bold well, words, bold words, Cotton. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it, it is. You know, we were just talking about what they're going to be doing when they want to steal elections, and, and one of the fears that I have is that you just got done with the primary, and you said you got a half million votes, came in third place. I'm not sure that that's the case. I'm not sure that any of us know what the case is because they've been stealing elections for so long. And it's become pervasive. What they're doing in our society by selecting not electing is developing a false front. And that's their way of basically electing people or putting people in positions of power, just like they did in Nazi Germany. There's no difference. And it's going to put us at a disadvantage. It's going to create some massive issues for us as a nation, but also around the world. It's going to reverberate around the world. So what do we do, Cordy, if that's the case? What do we do come November when they try to steal the elections across the country? Well, I mean, you're the numbers guy, and, and so I revert to you on, on all the analytical numbers stuff. But, um, you know, I'm a chiropractor. But, but what I would say is, you know, one of the things I know that I can speak really intelligently on is activism and, and action. You know, Marines, we don't, we don't stand by and, and sit around and build hotels. We're, we're, we're taking the hill and we're trying to conquer and move forward. And I think that um, exactly what Antifa and BLM did to terrorize us really over the last two or three years, um, we need to do from a freedom and love standpoint. I think assembling and getting people out, I think these rallies we've been doing, uh, whether it's Clay's, whether it's uh, uh, Eric Dieter's out of Kentucky, you know, Walk Away, My Movement 1776 Forever Free. I mean, there's so many groups that have been activating and mobilizing people. We need to take those efforts and get them more synchronized where people are communicating with one another and really show people the right way to protest tyranny. Not burning and looting, not stealing, not murdering, not chasing Kyle Rittenhouse through the streets, but rather in love, talking to people about the Constitution and, and just having a conversation. Um, it's funny when you talk facts with people that aren't brainwashed and gaslit with um, propaganda, how you, you know there's actually, they actually start to see, and, and when you ask questions, you can see from most people that think logically that they're actually not liberals, that they're actually conservatives They're Kennedy Democrats. And I think more than not, you know, on the campaign trail up and down California, I saw when we just asked questions, 
that, you know, once you said Trump or you said some media buzzwords, it, it, you know, it was over. It was like an explosion. But but before you got to this vilified narrative that is made up, um, you know, and really exemplifies the snowflakes that they are, you know, you could have just a conversation and you find out we're all human and we want to raise our kids in love the way we see fit, not the way big government sees fit. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. Absolutely. absolutely and you know what the what you say about people not being liberals too i mean we're seeing that accelerated so quickly after this complete failure of the you know raid on mar-a-lago people you know being awakened and it's so clearly highlighting exactly how weaponized everything has become after everything that we've already seen after this danchenko uh you know sham being outed the j6 committee I mean, all of this, every single piece that we've been told we have to accept, that we've been told is reality, the COVID agenda, this this lethal injection campaign, which is now uh, one of the things we'll talk about in a little while, uh, which has now been uh, shown with peer-reviewed literature to be killing people, something that we've been screaming for a long time now. Uh, people are coming out, and you're seeing a lot less. What was that? We're yet to be wrong. We're yet to be wrong in any step along the way. We're, yeah, we're yet 10 to and be 0. wrong. Well, and, and, and gentlemen, I think that too, you know, uh, what I would say is, is you know, chiropractors have been made out to be the black sheep of, of humanity, really, for, <laughs> for, for, for decades and, 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 and centuries. And, you know, we've been telling people like, hey, look at these vaccine ingredients. Look at the, the you know, uh, the, the baby fetal tissue that's in them. Look at the mercury that's in them. Look at the aluminum that's in them. And, and really the beautiful thing about COVID is it started to get people to pause about, hey, maybe the medical community as a whole, not all medical doctors, but I believe medical care should be a last resort, not a first resort. And maybe some of them are bought off by the pharmaceutical companies and they actually don't care about us. Maybe there's this agenda and you're starting to kind of see that. I'm, you know, I'm not a tinfoil hat guy, but I can tell you that over and over again, when you start to silence a narrative, 
and you start to silence people like Andrew Wakefield or Dell Bigtree or whoever, because they're talking about vaccine injured kids that they've seen. And I've been in practice eight years and I see kids coming back and mom and dad say, hey, my kid was normal and then he got the MMR. I think COVID's shining a brighter light on, hey, maybe this is something we need to look at. And maybe when they're preventing parents from saying, you know what, if you want to do that, cool, the Constitution protects us to do that. But don't tell me I have to do that. And, and that's really what the whole COVID sham has been about, putting facial condoms on people, temperature checks, having pastors that, that, that are pastors that are cowards, that can't stand up for Jesus and God. It's really highlighted a lot of that. And so, you know, I think it is a definitely a demonic curse. And I think potentially we're at the end of days as Revelation states. But I also think that the beautiful thing about it is what it's done for humanity and, and individuals to start to think again. Well, so I, I want to go through this because I think that you're onto something when it comes to what's happening with COVID and they are thinking for themselves and they are pushing forward. And they are gaining a lot of courage and they are starting to recognize the evil that has permeated our society. The freaks that are being allowed to speak as if they are the norm. But it does come down to, in large part, it comes down to stolen elections. Like that is the problem. The stolen elections, the machines, the, the, the ballot harvesting and the, the, the mewling of votes, they want to say nothing to see here, but we know that it is massive, massive. It's why doctors can get, a, get away with, like Fauci, get away with speaking things that are absolutely just nonsense, and other doctors get silenced for standing up against them and, and talking about common sense. I want to play this because this right here is, and we'll get your thoughts on this, Cordy, this is... Steve Bannon talking about the, the, the fraudulent, um, the election fraud bill. And I think it's super important that we follow everything that's happening right now. But nobody says it better than Steve. Let's go ahead and play. It's about four minutes long. It's all, it's all uh, fantasy now. But here's what they're going to do before I bring back, um, before I bring back, I got to get you some breaking news here. And this breaking news is quite shocking. Um, and I told you I'm going to try to change the game here. So the, the House right now, remember we talked about the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and how the, the rules were played by straight. And I did this on September 29th. I said this publicly. We can play, we'll play the clip maybe later. I told John Howman over the thing exactly how this thing is going to play out according to the rules as they existed. Well, they're trying to change the rules. This is what they're doing internally to the House, and they're going to bring this up for some sort of committee vote today. This is, the, this is the changes they want. Presidential Election Reform Act, number one, it creates a broad private rights of action that can be easily abused by Democrat election lawyers. That'd be Mark Elias, okay? Number two, allows candidates for president to sue for an extended voting period due to, wait for it, catastrophic events, okay? Wonder what that would be. Since Biden said the pandemic's over, how come the emergency order hasn't been rescinded? Why is the emergency order not rescinded? He said the pandemic's over. Number three, it changes the Electoral College safe harbor date to December 23rd. I think it's the 15th of December now. Only seven business days before certification of, on January 6th. And it empowers Congress and federal judges to decide and interpret state election laws instead of the states themselves. This is all a move to take away the power where the Constitution and the revolutionary framers set it up to be, which is in the state legislatures. We're going to get more than this. But this is what Nancy Pelosi, in the dying gr uh, gasp of a regime that's being crushed, 
okay? This is how they're trying to change the rules. It's not going to work. We're going to reverse all this. This is what the Democrats are spending the time. Everybody out in the audience, that your, your wages are dropping every day, your net worth's about to drop, they're going to raise interest rates, you're going to get crushed, get longest. We got more long-term credit card debt than ever in American history. Every person in this audience is being destroyed financially. Understand what they're working on up there. They're working to rig elections. Let me repeat this so everybody... And this now, this they're you know we're coming up on the midterms because they know they're they know they're they're losing. They know they've totally lost the narrative, and they know that people are not going to come out and vote for them. You just had we we you know were syndicating a, a Trump speech in Ohio. The crowd's on fire, and he's saying some very controversial things. If you go back a couple years, he he's speaking directly to the hearts of the American people. Uh, packed stadium, thousands of people show up. Millions of people saw that, and I mean. Biden can't put it, you know, sentence together. Nothing that we haven't seen before, and you know, they they think that they're going to sweep the elections. They they have the nerve to actually say that. Yeah, well, you know, I think we all could agree we have a man crush on Donald uh, on on uh, the president on Donald Trump, or at least I will. Uh, but but you know, I, I was sitting about fifteen feet or ten feet behind Joe, and and uh, you know, I thought the president was in rare form. He was amazing. As, I mean, he's always amazing, but it was just another level. It was like, man, man, did uh, uh, did Trumpy, as my as my five-year-old and three-year-old call him, he must have got a shot of espresso before he went on because he was killing it, man. I was just like this. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, I think that uh, everything that Bannon said is, is completely correct. I think it's true. I think that, um, you know, more than not, people are starting to sniff out the BS and see it because how can you not, you know, whether it's, you know, the crime rates, whether it's the gas prices, the inflation, um, whether it's this gender, you know, men are starting to lactate and try to breastfeed, you know, babies and they're trying to normalize that. I mean, we've just gone insane. I mean, even whether you're a Democrat or not, John F. Kennedy's got to be rolling over in his grave with where the country's gone and how people are trampling the Constitution. And, and I, I mean, that's just the time that we're in right now because it really is a one world order for control. And I think if, if you couldn't wake up before, you've got to see that there is an agenda here, right? There has been since day one, there's so many inconsistencies. I mean, there's so many things that they're not releasing to the American public. They're not allowing anybody since day one. And, and Joe, you would know better than anyone to talk about election fraud, to talk about vaccine injury. You say that and you're banned and canceled. And, and you know, we still don't know what happened with this bullet that sit, hit seven different bones in somebody's body in 1963 and came out unscathed. And so it, it, is it too far of a reach to think when we're being lied and canceled and there's one media narrative and then people are being told that they're insurrectionists because of a peaceful protest that occurred on January 6th when there's documentary video evidence that shows that it was a setup by people like George Soros? Crazy. Well, and as we start talking about and looking at what's happening with with the election coming up and all the things that you just talked about, you, you couldn't plan it unless you were trying to plan it. You couldn't plan, plan the demise of a country any more clearly than they have over the last two years. But, but, but here's the problem, Cordy, is that it's not just the Democrats. We have an establishment issue. We have a deep swamp issue. You saw as people sat on the side of of the Republicans and doing the same damage 
almost as if they were paid for by the CIA to stand in there as psychopathic individuals in order to create problems for the United States. No, it, Joe, it, I totally it, agree. And, and I saw it, not to interrupt you, I, you know, I saw it firsthand in this state. I'm glad you said that because there, the establishment, there's no red versus blue. It's red and blue. And they're, and they're, and they're working together. The establishment, the Liz Cheney's, the Lindsey Graham's, the Mitch McConnell's. I mean, I could go on. I mean, there's a laundry list of them. Maybe we have 5% of our Republican Party that's not bought and paid for. Maybe it's lower than that. I don't know. Well, and I, th I think that we're, we're going to have to make some hard choices in the next coming months because I don't think that we're going to make it out of this unless we use force. I didn't say violence. I said force. I think the protests are, are the way to go, not rallies, but protests. And we just see how big the radical left is because I am not, for one, going to sit back and watch this opportunity goes flying out the door so that these radical leftists can, you know, just usher in the world new world order i have no interest in it i have no interest in watching what they did to mongolia what they did to other countries even india where they literally walked in there and just said nothing to see here what they did in our election in november of 2020 where they deviated and lied about everything lied about everything i'm not interested in it matter of fact i won't sit back and watch it there's no sense in sitting here watching the nation fall to pieces and then just hoping that our kids make it out alive because they won't no, that's a good point, buddy. That's a really good point. I think, you know, that's really the conversation here that everybody has to understand whether they have kids or not. First of all, I have to compliment you for your Miyagi-like skills. On a, <laughs> on a fly, that was like, man, Joe's on it, man. I want to mess with Joe. He, I, I don't know if you were a Navy SEAL, but but I kind of think you should have been. Um, but but no, um, you know, I think that... that our, our, our kids are the ones that are going to suffer. And, and that's what kind of fuels me every single day is I think about where we are right now, where I'm like homeschooling and taking my kids to a Christian academy just because I don't want their minds to be polluted. You know, I don't want their minds to be polluted. And kids are so impressionable. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't teach my kids that Gavin Newsom was a piece of crap, but they figured it out somehow. I mean, my, yeah. my son, you asked him. You ask him what he thinks of Donald Trump and Gavin Newsom. He goes, Daddy, Daddy, I love Trumpy. And I'm like, well, okay, well, why do you love the president? He's like, I love Trumpy because he opened Disneyland. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool, whatever. And, and then he's like, well, I'm like, what do you think of Gavin Newsom? He's like, well, we should tape him up and throw him into the garbage can. And I'm like, okay, I hope the FBI is not listening right now. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that to the FBI, right? But uh, no, they're so impressionable. They absolutely are. I want to walk through some of these other things that we have. I want to make some announcement here first really quickly. We have an exclusive from Epoch Times. Um, Mike Lindell is going to sue the FBI to return his phone or have a special master appointed. This just in today. So my fellow CEO, Mike Lindell, is set to file a lawsuit against the FBI and the U.S. government after federal agencies seized his phone last week as part of the federal grand jury investigation run out of Colorado. The agents, the agents cornered Lindell in three cars on September 13th as he was driving back from a hunting trip in Iowa. In a search warrant, they handed him authorities outlined an expansive list of information they were seeking from Lindell's phone related to allegations of fraud during the 2020 presidential election. It also named a number of individuals allegedly implicated in the 2021 breach of election software in Mesa County, Colorado. So the, the allegation is that um, it's, a, it's a violation of his constitutional rights. Um, 
you know, we've seen for for a long time them violate everyone's rights, but now it's gone to a whole new level. Number one, they're using private businesses and businesses on tech and media in order to silence people. We were just shut down on DLive. That happened uh, about four days ago because we played a presidential, excuse me, a previous president speech on DLive. So we, we broadcast that, we have broadcast rights, and they went ahead and took it down because they thought it was offensive. So we're suing DLive now. But they're using private businesses in order to circumvent the constitutional rights of Americans, just like they did in Germany in World War II. These people are, it's, it's absolutely disgusting what we're dealing with. But at least Mike Lindell is fighting back. But then we also have a lawsuit. Uh, this is a, uh, I mean, Mr. Producer, do we have the whole lawsuit, the Trump lawsuit? Yeah, this is the whole lawsuit right here. Uh, so yeah. if you just if I scroll down here, you can see they have a very large list of interested parties. But this is them suing the uh, the federal government. And Cash Patel is on here. Different uh, media outlets is on here. Uh, you have Joseph Inman on here. That's an interesting name. There's Cash Patel right there. Jay Shapiro, Donald J. Trump. Um, you've got a lot of people that are that are in here. And you notice the number fifty one. If you go to number fifty one. Notice what that says on the interested parties. United States of America. <laughs> not in all so, caps, apparently. Yeah, not in all caps. Um, so inside of this lawsuit, if we can actually go to this really quickly, um, if we can go to the next slide real quick, excuse me, uh, A5. You know, in this answer to the summary of the argument, Trump attorneys state that the district court did not err in temporarily enjoining the government's review and use of records bearing classified markings for criminal investigative purposes because the merits support the narrowly tailored injunction. Moreover, this court should deny the government's request to stay the portion of the appointment order requiring disclosure of the reported classified records to the special master because that order appointing special master AA78 is simply not appealable under 28. USC 1292. Do you understand what we're saying here, Cordy? Yeah, I mean, like, to me, what it's saying is, is there are constitutional rights that were trampled on, and the FBI is making up their own rules, right? That's what that's what I'm going to say. And, 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 you know, I think it's, you know, case in point, you have so many people on this lawsuit that are also agreeing with that and saying, hey, you know, we agree with the president, this should never happen. And then you have 70, 74 million voters or more um, that are that are saying the same thing. And whether you talk about, um, you know, Mike's phone, whether you talk about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, you know, anything we've seen um, the last three years, you know, all this is just the, the, the raid on the president's private classified information that he rightfully got out of the White House as the 45th president of the United States, this is all just icing on the cake. And so praise God for people like uh, President Trump and like Mike Lindell for pushing back, um, you, you know, because they have the resources to do that. And all of us need to level up and lean in a little bit more and say, what can we do with our time, hands and money to get on board with the movement? You know, I mean, if, if you're not giving of your time, hands and money in some way, then you're complicit in the fall of this republic, or that's my... That's my analysis. 100%. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. 
That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more, and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. 100%. Hey, that sounds like something I would say. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Well, so I want to play this because Christine Anderson got on Bannon's War Room and had something interesting to say. Let's go ahead and play this if we can. Paula, go ahead and play pet B1. We could have done. So, but people need to be aware there is something coming, and uh, it's, it, 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 could, it, it will turn out to be the, the biggest crime ever committed on humanity. So you can speculate a lot about what that might be. She said something big is coming. Didn't really go into much detail. Um, I, well, she I, said the biggest crime the biggest crime to mm-hmm. be committed against humanity. When was that? When was when did she actually say that? What's the date on that? Um, I don't know what exactly it was this week. Wow. I thought we already had the biggest crime committed on humanity in March of 2020. So that's interesting how we how we well, I mean you could argue maybe the biggest crime is trying to take away our freedoms with the uh, rigged election. But, but, I mean, those would be the biggest two crimes, so I wonder how they're going to top this. That's pretty scary. Well, it's interesting given, you know, the proximity and time to Trump's statements, uh, you know, on Saturday. We played a lot of that this morning. If you missed that show, go back and watch it. But, uh, you know, we mentioned this, Bannon mentioned this in the, uh, the first cut that we played today. So I want to play this one more time. It's short. We talked about this earlier, uh, Cordy, uh, about biden declaring the pandemic being over and he said this in a 60 minutes interview uh i haven't seen anyone really jumping on it uh the mainstream media certainly has it they had the uh you know surgeon general come out and try to you know steer it a little bit away from the fact that him saying that is actually massive though it came off as very nonchalant to you know the senile individual we all know as the fake POTUS of the united states but uh, I'm going to play this. This is just 20 seconds. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic in, is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's But the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing. And I think this is a perfect example. And now I want to play one more cut just uh, because, 
here's a little bit of steering. This was uh, j not long after the next day, I believe. Uh, this is Vivek, the Surgeon General Vivek. Uh, I can't remember his last name, uh, Thurman, but here, here's what he had to say. This is one minute. So two very different views there of the state of the pandemic. Is the pandemic over? Well, Willie, it's good to see you as well. I actually don't think they're all that different. What the president's reflecting is the fact that we've made tremendous progress against COVID-19. We're in a very different place now than we were at the beginning of this pandemic with significantly lower death rates. We have all of our children back in school. We have people able to go back to work, families and friends able to see each other. But he also said, you know, we have more work to do on COVID and that's right. And that's what Dr. Fauci and others have expressed as well. Uh, you know, we're losing about 400 people a day on average for this virus. We need to get that number lower. We have people who are struggling with long COVID. We need to understand more about long COVID and how to prevent it. And we also, thankfully, have a new updated vaccine uh, that's available that can extend people's protection, strengthen their protection against the worst outcomes of COVID. We need people to take that vaccine. So there is more work to do, no doubt. But we are in a much better place uh, than we were at the beginning of this pandemic. Well, of course, that goes without saying. And I, I mean, people are affected. It goes without saying. All right. I'm going to say it right now. There's absolutely zero chance you're going to put any vaccine in my body without somebody around me getting choked to death. To death. I mean, as in someone's going to have to lose their life for you to put something in my body. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating. First of all, I think we need uh, Vivek uh, or Vivek. Vivek, he's a he's a sailor. Don't hold that against him. He chose he chose the wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just playing, guys. He chose he chose the wrong branch. No, I'm playing. But but we got to get Vivek a chest. He needs to do uh, uh, yeah, he needs to do more bench presses or something. He's hurting there. Looks like he's wearing a garbage bag for a uniform. But uh, we're not going to hold that against him. <laughs> he can't help himself. Um, but he can't help himself. But I think it's funny how they're all backpedaling. Uh, for uh, Sleepy Creepy Uncle Hair Sniffing Joe, um, they're, they're backpedaling for him um, because he wants it to be over because they're trying to play that narrative game of, well, if it's over, maybe we can win over some people in the middle. You, you know, maybe we can win over people that, you know, had their loved ones, um, uh, you know, killed and they had to say goodbye to them through a Zoom funeral. Maybe we can win over the people that said goodbye to somebody they cared about through plexiglass. Um, you know, it's it, it's insane. It's disgusting. You know, it was all based on science the entire time. But yet the president has the audacity or the so-called president has the audacity. I call him the cadaver in the White House, has the audacity to declare without any tests at all or nose tests that actually give you the COVID scam that it's over. And, um, you know, in San Diego County, I just had to write an exemption letter yesterday um, for a child, a uh, 10 year old kid that they want to put on a mask in, you know, in the classroom. So we still have the Karens and Kevins out there that are assaulting our kids um, all because of, you know, a lack of leadership, follow through and execution uh, and, and because of these bureaucracies we have. This communist agenda that's before us, you know, ran by people like Anthony Fauci that have been in government way too long and basically run the government. You know, we, I look at I look at the uh, uh, I look at the absolute lunacy of of what we're dealing with, and I'm sorry, Cordy. I'm looking at a couple other things here right now, but you know, 
Let, let's recount this, shall we? They, they are putting, talk about the pandemic. You put the pandemic in front of us. You put the vaccine in front of us. You have the adverse reactions in front of us. We've got kids that are in school that are having to wear masks, being taught critical race theory, gender fluidity, math and science, English, all the basics. They're behind almost two grade levels now as a country. That's not, the only kids that are actually advancing are ones that are homeschooled or didn't have to stay within the public apparatus. So, so we have a crisis on our hands of epic proportion just when it comes to dealing with our kids and the next generation. We have a generation that came up that frankly, we weren't paying attention. They went up through the, through the ranks of these, this indoctrination camp and we didn't know what was happening. They were told to not tell their parents things. They were being taught that they were special if they were a part of this LGBTQ, whatever you want to call it over here. And here we are now paying the price years later because these kids are probably the it's probably the dumbest generation to ever come out of school they're the, by far the dumbest you have a small segment that actually have some common sense and the rest of them are just falling in line saying yep i got to respect the institution of government yep 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 whatever you say ah oh, science that's jim Breyer. um but that's but here's my problem. Most, most Americans don't feel like they have a voice. They feel like they can't go to the GOP because it's infiltrated. They can't turn to the, the Democrats because it left them behind long ago for this evil, demonic way that they're, they're seeing society. The people in the middle, the independents that are just kind of floating around, you have, you have tech companies over here that are silencing any voice that doesn't agree with them. You have media companies over here that are shoving things down your throat, telling you that Democrats are the, are the holy grail and let's just follow the Democrats. The lying and the deception is so thick everywhere you turn that we're just trying to wonder. We're just trying to say to ourselves, who do we turn to, Cordy? Who do we turn to? How do we, even in our movement, people can't get along for more than 15 minutes. They just can't. You stick them in a room, you stick everybody in a room that has good intentions within 15 minutes, place will explode, people will be popping out the sides, fights will, we can't even get along. So how do we get to a place where we, we have humility? How do we get to a place where we're willing to be self-sacrificial and say, look, I'm willing to be a soldier, because I'm willing to be a soldier. I've, I've led companies and I'll still, I'll get in the trenches, put me in coach, I'll dig the holes, I'll do whatever is necessary. How do we get people to get to that place where they're willing to set aside and lay down their egos for just a minute in order to save our nation? Well, and that's a servant's heart. And I, you know, I noticed that the, the, the moment I met you, Joe, and, and you're right, I think you pegged it because, you know, in the influencer activism, political world, um, that's exactly what it's filled with is, is egos. And, you know, I think what we have to do, you know, I was sitting having cigars um, with one of my mentors and dear friends, Colonel Jeffrey A. Powers. Um, he did he did 30 years in the Marine Corps, a, a, a recon Marine, Green Beret, amazing human being. And this was probably, you know, a year and a half in. And, and I wasn't, you know, saying this. I wasn't even saying that it was legitimate. I wasn't saying we should do it. But I posed the question to him and I just said, you know, there's a lot of talk out there on social media about, 
you know, people like wanting to get violent or like, you know, saying, hey, we, you know, civil war and all this stuff. Right. And and again, to reiterate, double down, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying we should do that at all. Right. But I was just right. using this to get like a military perspective on it. And and he said, well, Cordy, everybody wants to be a patriot until it's time to do patriot stuff. And he didn't stay his stuff. And and he said, all it takes is one person to get shot in the head out of 30 people. And the whole narrative of what they're willing to do or what they want to do um, changes in that moment. And what it really gave me perspective on is where people are psychologically at and what they're willing to do, how far they're willing to go for their country. Some people aren't even willing to give their entire bank account to their country, willing to go bankrupt for their country, willing to give it all for their country. And I'm not saying necessarily that's the answer, but I think part of the solution, Joe, is, is one, it hasn't gotten bad enough for a lot of people yet. They're still, you know, going to their Pilates sessions, wearing their Lululemon pants and driving their Land Rover. So, so that's one perspective. But I think the other part of it is to your point, we've got to get people that are affluent, people that have, you know, cash flow, that have disposable income uh, uh, in a bank account, the turning points, we've got to get all those people to say, you know what? Our organization doesn't matter more than the Republic. And I'm not saying Turning Point says that. I love Turning Point. I'm just saying that all these different groups, big and large, there needs to be an inclusive movement that brings everybody together, leadership within that that says, what are your skill sets? Let's mobilize everybody together. Let's give everybody a following, everybody a position, everybody a role. And if we did that, and if we do that, and it would take a very charismatic different leader to do that who dropped their ego for a little while oh my god i mean i feel like we could almost pardon me for saying run almost counter counter insurgency from the standpoint of the constitution and and the bible and jesus right like talking to people on the streets you know going out like like antifa and blm did with these with these groups of patriots but without inciting violence without inciting riots and murdering and looting but having conversations and I think activism on that level, until there's another DEFCON 4, because the next DEFCON 4 is coming, meaning masking or shutdowns or lockdowns, it, it's going to look different, but they're going to play a game like that again. And maybe it's before the 2024 election. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't think that I don't think there's any question that they're going to be going to that. But I think that the answer is we have to work the problem, right? We have to work the problem yeah. collectively. And I keep having these conversations with people about the doctrine of lesser magistrates. I don't know if you've ever read that book, but the doctrine of lesser magistrates by Matthew Truella, you know, it talks about standing in a place of interposition, standing between those that would do harm and those that they want to harm, which is our society and our government apparatus, which has done harm to so many people around the globe. It's, they have created and done more harm to people individually and collectively and, co and committed more genocide as a government apparatus in the United States than any other government in history. And they've gotten away with it with a smile and hiding behind uh, the curtain while having their bad deeds done by really, really bad people. So, so I believe that if we work the problem, I believe that if we stand up, you say that violence is not the answer, and I agree with you, but I think violence begets violence. I think when, we, when somebody comes at us, the Bible states very clearly we should use equal and excessive force in order to put down those that would do evil on us. It doesn't say turn the other cheek. And yet we have a perversion of faith, we have a perversion of the church, we have a perversion of the 
Constitution. We have private businesses that are in violation of the RICO Act that are standing up and doing the biddings of, of government, government oligarchs and tachocracies. So I think personally, we, we've just got to get to the place where we're we're going to get it. We're going to be about it. That we stand in there and we take an oath, and that is what they do to one of us. They do to all of us. And we stop thinking we're the weak one. We stop thinking that we can't collectively beat back the evil and put it back in the hole it came from because we absolutely can. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch everything you search for and everything you buy take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings that's ipvanish dot com forward slash daily 100% I agree with you I think that's that's very eloquently said and, um, and perfect I you know I 100% agree with that I think that um, that's the only way we're going to do it. Any other way is going to fall short, and our kids can't afford that. So I want right, to jump so in. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, just what are you going to do in California? I'll just come there. We'll start there. Just run them all out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, that's what yeah. we can do. We can march lesser magistrate style from the West Coast all the way to the East. <laughs> just, <laughs> You know, like, uh, you know, like a hockey game when you're you're pushing the ice nice. out, the bad ice. We'll just go all the way across the country with the bad ice and push all the evil and stuff into the into the ocean on the east. On the east <laughs> I love it. What's what's uh, cool, uh, you know, about that book is um, General Flynn recommended that book to me, and, and I think I have it on audiobook. Um, I think I have it on audiobook, or it's on the shelf. Because um, I have this problem where I, I read one or two chapters or listening to uh, uh, listen to one or two chapters of an audio book and then it goes into the abyss. Usually if it's a physical book, it'll go to the back of the truck. Um, it'll go to the back of my tundra and then it stays there for like three weeks or a month and then it goes to the bookshelf. Um, and, and, and so hopefully I got I to gotta pick that back up. I'm reading the, the Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy and I'm reading Scarf Lady's book. And when you read the two together, Scarf Lady, Deborah Burks, when, when you read the two, you get a total sense of everything. All she's doing in that book is trying to exonerate herself and, and passively, aggressively 
blame everything on the administration. I don't know why I thought anything differently. I'd, I'd heard some interesting factoids of admittance from her where she had admitted to A, B, C, and D in the book. So I'm waiting for that part. Those are the cherries, but or or the uh, icing, the ice cream. But but I really wanted to read the real Anthony Fauci with it, so that I could see the parallel of the two. There's a lot of great research that um, that Robert F. Kennedy um, uh, gathered in that book. Have you guys had a chance to navigate that? Because that man, interesting conversations from those two books for sure. I'm partway through Robert F. Kennedy's. I haven't started Deborah Burks yet. Probably because I have some mental resistance to reading, uh, you know, BS. BS? Yeah, Yeah, I got got (laughs) you. We got to know our enemies, though, right? That's why I'm the same way, man. I hate Scarf Lady. She would, like, peer out, and you wouldn't even see see, an eyeball pop out of the scarves, you know? And and it was just, you know, it it was a frightening thing to see. It was a frightening thing to see. But, um, yeah, we have to endure sometimes. Well, and what you said about her trying to exonerate herself, I mean, that's exactly the, the same you know, push that we're seeing everywhere. I mean, she's trying to do that. She comes out with this autobiography admitting everything. They're trying to you know, spin Fauci's nonsense. Biden just declared everything's over, and they're trying to spin that. Uh, I mean, all, all of it, all of it is completely coming crashing down. And now they're trying to spin it and say it was Trump's fault. The vaccine was all Trump's fault as all this info is coming out confirming that, yeah, we were right all along. Yeah, we weren't nuts for saying kids probably shouldn't be dropping dead at record numbers while playing sports. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the lunacy and the, the uh, gaslighting trying to get us to doubt the things that we see and hear with our own eyes and get us to accept and believe that kids dropping dead every single day all across the nation, professional sports players in the best period of health and fitness in their lives that they're just dropping dead on the on the field that's supposed to be normal it's normal now to be giving you know clotting medication to children to babies that bi- you're they're putting out these things saying here are the signs of a heart attack in a baby and they want us to believe that uh and i mean the the entire thing is a nightmare and i want to bring this up real quick there's been a uh you know, because we're, we're almost out of time. But there's been a declaration uh, on top of thousands of people who have come out and said, no, this, this agenda is false. The vaccines are not real. Uh, they're, they're hurting people. The science is not settled. There's been a declaration now this month of 400 doctors and medical professionals who have said that we are in a, an international medical crisis. And I'll just read a couple parts of this. We, the doctors and scientists from all over the world, declare there's an international crisis due to the diseases and deaths correlated to the administration of products known as COVID-19 vaccines. We are witnessing excess mortality in the countries where the majority of the population has received these so-called vaccines. It has neither been sufficiently investigated nor studied by national and international health institutions. In fact, they've viciously fought against doing just that while presenting absolutely no evidence that has any validity at all that they are, in fact, safe. And they have a list of uh, simple demands that they say have to be undertaken on an urgent basis. One, a stop to the national inoculation campaigns worldwide for anything known as COVID vaccines. Investigation of all sudden deaths, which they're now throwing all over the news. Uh, You'll remember that, you know, sudden death and unexplained death is now one of the leading causes of death in some countries. This has been national headlines. Uh, they also mentioned the implementation of early detection programs for cardiovascular events, D-dimer, troponin. These are things that people like yourself, 
Brian Artis, others have been bringing up for the last year and a half. Uh, research and treatment programs for victims of these adverse events, analysis of the composition composition of the Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Janssen, et cetera, vaccines. Uh, this should, should be common sense. I mean, the fact that, that yeah. we're now September in 2022, and this is just, you know, somehow we've gotten to this point, and, and, and this hasn't been on everyone's mind, this hasn't been done, it proves to you that every step of the government involvement in this, the research, the development, the pharmaceutical companies' involvement, the insurance companies, our entire medical system, and not just here but internationally, it just shows you how long this is this has gone, that everything about it is designed not to promote health care. It's not about health. It's designed for profit, and more than that, I believe, 100% for a designed attack on the humanity and the sanctity of life across the entire globe. No, and that's perfectly said, Apollo. And, and you know, whether you look at the rhinos and dinos, the Democrats in name only, that are bought out, uh, bought out by big pharma or politicians are bought out, 80% of them by the lobbying groups that run this thing. Um, you can look back to 20, uh, 2010 or 2009 uh, when Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates, that's no longer a, a tinfoil hat thing. I mean, Robert F. Kennedy talks about it talks about in his book, he talks about how the National Institute of Health and the Center of Death and Control had over 120, 120 funded uh, uh, vaccines that they have vaccine patents on and that they spend $4.9 billion in vaccine research per year and marketing vaccines. And, and, and so you look at this and I'm only through two chapters in the book. And, and, and you look at this and there are more Anthony Fauci's in this system at various levels of government that are propagating this corruption. And it's all about one thing. And, and Bill Gates said it in 2010. They want an elite class and they want a slave class. They want it to be exactly like Venezuela. That's what they're going after. It's a, it's a one world order and it's a one world order of control where we have no say. And anybody that can't sniff past that is putting all our kids in danger. Amen. I want to go yeah. ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to, since we're on this topic, I just want to put up everyone. You need to go check this out. I'm going to put this all over our socials. Um, the uh, smartest guy in the world, second smartest guy in the world. If you look at his sub stack, he's got, uh, he did a write up about this last week, I believe. Uh, but this is now a peer review. This is from Science Direct. Um, I spoke to you about this before the show, Cordy. Um, serious adverse events of special interest following mRNA COVID vaccination in randomized trials in adults. They have some information in there. They show you, you know, like age adjusted and it, you look at it. I'm going to encourage everyone. You have to go read this. Even if you're, you're not familiar with like some of the medical terminology, go read it. Check out uh, at least the Substack article on it. Uh, it's very, very clear. And again, if you've looked at the, the DMED data that Renz has leaked, if you look at the or not that Ren's leaked, but the, that Ren's uh, pushed out there. If you look at the, the VAERS data, just time and time again, we, we've known this, and it's shown itself more and more to the public as, as the months go on. But now there's a peer-reviewed journal showing, yeah, more vaccines equals more death. And the ones who are most vaccinated, you end up dying within, uh, I can't remember, it was like 30 days, 50 days. Uh, and it goes from, you know, 1 in 400, 1 in 500, and then the more that you are in fact vaccinated, it just goes up one in 200, one in 50. It, it's very, very, very clear, uh, clear data. 
and we're still seeing people trying to spin it. The Surgeon General that I played, Vivek, Vivek, whatever his name is, is saying, yeah, we have these boosters and they're going to protect you. Go get your shots. This is a crime against humanity if that's what, uh, you know, what she was speaking about in that Bannon clip. Very well could be. But, I mean, this is not about, okay, they stole the election, wait for the courts. They're killing us, and they're killing our children, and the casualties that this country has already seen are unacceptable, and people need to be willing to step in the gap. This has gone on far too long. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a multifaceted assault. And, you know, in 1981, I think unknowingly, because I don't, and I'm not saying this because I'm a, a biased Republican, um, but unknowingly, I don't think Ronald Reagan knew what he was doing when he signed um, an act in 1981 that removed liability from us as citizens being able to uh, basically sue any of these big pharma uh, monopolies uh, for, for, for vaccines. It's the only drug out there where they have unlimited liability. You can't sue them, you can't touch them. So what a perfect marketing scheme to then create a pandemic, create this China virus, you know, I. I just in the book alone, RFK's book we keep referring to, he talks about every year for years, and we've known this in chiropractic, like Fauci's getting 150 grand incentive every single month, every single year, over and over and over again. And you think about guys like that, that scumbag and demonic, just piece of crap, um, Paul Alfit, that has been killing our kids forever as well. And he's on the board. He owns patents, made 1.5 million, off of one of the patents for one of these toxic drugs, dispenses it to our kids, is telling our kids that it's safe and effective, but they're not giving parents the vaccine inserts. And I mean, it's it's a monopoly. If you think the schools are not connected to the vaccine companies, and they're not connected to your health insurance companies or sick care companies, and they're not connected to the AMA and your medical doctor, you're lying to yourself. And I'm not saying all medical doctors are bad, the ones out there need to get some testicular and ovarian fortitude and stand up for their kids and the people that they took a Hippocratic oath to. Amen. 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 So, well, Cordy, I have one last question. If you, Joe, do you, do you mind if I ask one, one last question? Because I know we're out of time. Yeah. Um, Cordy, so what you just said about the people who took a Hippocratic oath, I think we're coming to a point now, which is a very scary point, where a lot of these people realize that there's a lot of blood on their hands. And so I'm kind of wondering, how do we, I mean, number one, they should have had a lot more courage before, because I don't believe that it took this long for a lot of them to realize what was happening. Uh, and that's, that's the disgusting part. But I, I, I think truly the answer is going to come down to you have to turn to God, and these people are going to have to get right with God and right with themselves. But... I'm just, what do you think we can do to help navigate us out of this point where all, all of these, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of these workers, nurses, doctors, people who are in these care facilities and nursing homes, they realize that essentially they've been complicit in murder and then there's going to be fallout of that. But I'm just, I'm just praying, how, how do we help heal some of that and get some of these people turned back to actually restoring the health of Americans? Well, you know, I think part of it is this is a multifaceted problem. And so, you know, it needs to be um, tackled. It needs to be tackled in, in you know, five dimensionally. It, it, like, like there's no silver bullet to change what's happened over the last five, six years. But really, that's just when we saw it. You know, in 2015, Trump came down the escalator and he really exposed 
so much of this and woke up so many people just 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 campaigning in my opinion there was a different energy about what needed to happen with this country and what i would say and and you know this isn't a talking point to get more followers i candidly mean this uh, you know i'll say this to you joe to you apollo um you know i'll say this to mr lindell and anybody out there like like i give me the people in a room and 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 i would love to to partner with many of the people that we know and and, and waging war on a massive level and what i mean by that is i think it comes to the guys that have deep pockets getting getting the charlie kirks in a room getting the steve bannons in a room getting the mike lindell's in a room and we drop everybody drops their egos and drops their bank accounts and starts to say how do we form committees how do we form a structure how do we almost not to use this term form cells around the country of of almost many coalitions and i was on a great call last night with this organization we're forming here and i was just salivating at the mouth because i was seeing the infrastructure that was being created in a big state like this just as a political app apparatus like we're not even talking about like tackling this from an activist perspective but i think the thing that we're missing with all our assets all our rallies all our followings is people to go to the streets i will get people in the streets and this isn't a plug or a grift for money it's me saying after i was inspired by by some of this just amazing dialogue between all three of us to say i would love to do that and i know people that know how to do it really well but the power and influence and money has to be there to back it like it it really sincerely does and i'm not you know, I've sold many T-shirts and hats to, to fund our movement. That's not what I'm about. I got into this a lot, like almost to the bankruptcy of my practice. I got into this because I want my kids to have a different future. And, 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 and that's what we got to get back to. And that's what so many got to get back to. And that's the critical point we're at right now, gentlemen. Amen. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Cordy, that it's, a, it's, it's an honor to, to walk side by side with you. I think that as we start having the conversation about getting into a room, I've tried. I even tried to get Lynn Wood and everyone to speak. And it's, 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 uh, it's funny, I finally just gave up and just started building a group of people and saying, all right, let's, let's slowly, methodically come together and build a way where we can be the intermediaries. We can bring other people together. And, but, but it's not, it's, you know, I don't know what the answer is to get everybody together to do the right thing and talk the same message and speak the same way and get people in the public to, to follow behind the mission. But I do know that if we don't do it, we will likely lose. And so I'm at that place. You just uh, say when. I obviously have, um, I have the ability to get people to, I have places that we can get together <laughs> that I would certainly throw in the mix as well. And uh, I know that there are a lot of us that are out there saying the same thing. So I look forward to walking with you and uh, getting to the place where we can uh, stay in the fight. Because it's not it would take long for us to win if we just stand up together. No, 100 percent. Well, I can tell we're going to be a, 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 a we're going to be good friends. And I've I've done a stogie or two with Apollo. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's on the horizon or three. for us. <laughs> but yeah, or three or four people know that they're like, OK. We're, we're going to a city. What's Cordy doing? Okay, let's check the cigar lounges. But, but <laughs> that's my vice as a as a uh, Cairo. So I'm I'm the uh, granola guy that knows the toxins in his sheets, um, and and has a water filter. But then I'm 
I'm doing a stogie at night. But, uh, <laughs> at any rate, thanks for having I'm me on today. An honor. Well, thank you. Before before you go, we're going to pray for you. And Apollo, you didn't that. get to pray. So guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have Boom. you pray because you, you looked like you were a little you know taken off by that. So not being able to pray this morning. So Courtney, typically I pray at the end of it, but I really wanted to. You know, Ash prayed this morning, so I want Apollo to play to pray tonight. He's actually pretty good at it. He should have been a pastor in his previous life. Previous life, you know. Apollo. There you go. People will <laughs> never forget that. Yeah, right. I feel like you get off into a spaceship or something. <laughs> well, I broke into the Matrix on the earlier show. So if, for those of you who are here, you saw I, I invaded the Matrix. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to help Christ invade your heart right now and uh, hopefully all of our lives. So, Father God, Father God, I just want to thank you for this great awakening. I want to thank you for the men and the women who are standing up with courage, who are standing up fearless, who are standing up following your word. I want to thank you for men who truly embody what it means to be a man, to be a leader, to be on the front lines, someone like Cordy who has served our country and is continuing to do so now. I just want to rally every American. I want the power of you, Lord, Send the Spirit of Christ into all of our hearts. Let it fill up our bodies. Let it invigorate us. Let it light a fire that spreads across this entire nation. We are so close. We are on the edge of a tipping point. The set, the illusion, is all but nearly collapsed. And I just pray that we stand up strong, that we stand up as one people, that we walk side by side, that we are willing to do the hard work, that we are willing to band together as brothers and sisters in your kingdom, that we are willing to speak without fear, that we are willing to walk door, door to door, we are willing to sacrifice, just as Christ did. We are willing to pick up our own cross and walk with it, walk up the hill. We are willing to give of our time, to give of our energy, to give of our finances. And I pray that we do so urgently. I pray that we recognize the urgency of the situation that you have blessed us by allowing us to take part by placing us into this most amazing time in history that we may witness and we may be a part of your plan I pray that we can together as Americans together as those of your of your kingdom that we can do everything that is necessary do whatever it takes and do so according to your example in your image to end this nightmare to save our children and that we may come together and innovate, find ways to help those who have been affected by this lethal injection, by this assault on humanity, that we find a way to heal those who have found themselves being a part of the devil's agenda, being part and complicit in the murder of our own Americans. I pray that we can heal the hearts of those who have lost and that we can honor the memory of those who have sacrificed, those who have been lost in this war. And I pray that we all come through this and we are able to build a nation, as Trump has said so many times, to make America great again. And I pray that we make it greater than ever, greater than it has ever been, greater than any of us could imagine a nation could ever be, more productive, more industrious, more innovative, more wealthy. And that that blessing, that we may just honor that, we may strive for that every day, we may strive to be the best versions of ourselves so that we can do everything that you have given us the power to do so that we can be the leaders, be the men and the women who will steer history and create it 
in such a way that when we leave this earth, we go to you and you can just say, we're, we're proud of you. I'm proud of you, my child. I beg for humility, Lord. Let us be humble, knowing that we are only so good as we allow you into our lives, but prideful enough that we know that we can be greater than anyone can imagine if we choose to follow you. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. Cordy, it's a pleasure, brother. I'm honored. I, I, think I'm honored. Might, I might run down the street with boxers now to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 that's hysterical. That's hysterical. Hey, I'll tell you, you got offline that my five-year-old always says. So he's a, he's a fun <laughs> guy. What, what were you going to say, Joe? Are you, the 24th? are you going to the 24th? Are you going to be in D.C. on the 24th? I don't – D.C. on the 24th? No, I don't know about it. It's the uh, event with the January 6th. It's at the Capitol for the prisoners. Wow. You didn't hear about this? No. I did not hear oh, about it. I feel like – Please, please, I would love to, I would love to hear about it. If there's a speaking spot, I'd love to speak. Wow. I think I could probably, That's I could probably check that out. I'll check that out as well. But it's Saturday, September okay. 24th, Washington, D.C., at the Capitol. Um, there'll be a, a private, large screen. Uh, we will have security on, on, uh, on hand. There'll be a lot of really, really big people that will be there. So it'll be great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would absolutely love to go. Absolutely. So I see right, I'll reach out your name. You. I'll reach out to you after this. Okay, buddy. Gentlemen, right. it's an honor. I love what you guys are doing. Appreciate both of you. You right, too, God brother. You. All right, Semper Fi, guys. Have a good day. Amen, right, Semper Fi. Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Hey, you need to, you need to, uh, you know, what do we call Mix up the extra. We got to do a new extra. I'm Get working on stamp. one. I'm working on one. It's going to be great. It's going to be perfect. the greatest outro that the world has ever seen. No one's going to make an outro as great as this. That was hey, my Trump so impression. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Before everybody leaves, do you want to uh, play this or do you want to play this tomorrow? Play the video for um, Kurt Jantz. Or Giotto Blow. Oh yeah, we can play, play that. When, yeah. when is he gonna be, when is he on? I'm not sure yet. You I haven't confirmed. Yeah, I have reached out to him. Uh I will I'm gonna follow up with him again right after this. Um I haven't heard right. uh I haven't heard any confirmation back from after this weekend, but I'll give him a call as soon as we end this. Um let me find right. we'll, play we'll play it tomorrow, see if we can get him on tomorrow. It'd be good to have him on, especially in light of the lawsuit that uh uh Mike Lindell uh put against the FBI. Yeah, it absolutely would. Um, I have the video ready. I can play it now. Yeah, we'll play it tomorrow. Just everybody get ready for it. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey. See you guys tomorrow. Yeah, God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow morning. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com on Rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. 
You can also find our episodes at Brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.